The human condition is a vulnerable but powerful one, based on the primitive brain forces of animals lower in the evolutionary chain, yet surrounded by a shell of magnificent brain tissue that gives us our unique abilities to think, speak, and express ourselves as we do. These primitive forces of the unconscious brain crouch on all fours as they scour our surroundings for signs of imminent danger. The unconscious brain is never truly silent, always purring in the background, bathing its thinking counterpart with vigilant warnings. Watch out. Don't go there. Be careful. Kindled by a constant flow of electrons, which slide down one neuron and into another in milliseconds, the unconscious brain lights up at the mere hint of danger. The conscious brain picks up this heat and relies on it in the way that we rely on the sun for our survival. Yet this giving of the unconscious is a double-edged sword, as is much of human nature. This same heat that protects us can also burn us when it is not regulated, and cooling down the dubious gift of fear is no easy feat. This tension between the conscious and the unconscious brain, the latter with its suffocating diligence and overprotectiveness, is in many ways responsible for much of our daily ambivalence. No wonder, then, that recent research has shown that we are consistently unable to recognize the things that will make us happy. Given a few choices, we almost always make the choice that leads us into trouble. So, many of us blame ourselves for not making the right choices in our lives without realizing that in many situations, our choices are beyond our immediate control. They are locked up in the invisible cage of fear that is the unconscious. To unlock this cage, we have to first see it, but seeing fear requires much more than just recognizing our inner tremblings. It requires a special kind of attention and knowledge that a vast body of scientific research permits us to employ. In this chapter, we will explore some of this knowledge with the goal of gaining a deeper understanding of the inner workings of fear, so that we can do something about it. Every day, People tell me the stories of their lives. People who want to move in one direction, but instead find themselves moving in another. People who claim to be trying, but repeatedly find themselves failing. People who were bored and stuck, yet are unable to make the changes they know they want to make. And parents who worry that their children are depressed, have learning disabilities, or suffer from attentional problems that just aren't improving despite intervention and treatment. If we know what we want, why are we unable to act on it? Why are we unable to follow the directions given by our conscious minds and reach our goals unimpeded? And when we do try to do the right things, why are we unsuccessful? For many, this is a source of much heartache. Whether it is a tortured relationship or a difficult job situation, we often feel regretful after we realize we've made the wrong choice. Why do we continue to make these choices, and what steers us toward them in the first place? If we are consciously doing our best, and yet not getting to where we want to go, something outside of our consciousness must be driving us in another direction without our knowledge or consent. I call this the rip current of human nature. A rip current is a very powerful surface flow of water that is returning to the sea from close to the shore. It can turn an eerily calm-looking body of water into something extremely dangerous that has the power to drag swimmers out to sea.
Many people caught in rip currents eventually drown due to the sheer exhaustion of trying to swim against the current.